Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the Positional Sports Talk Show. This is a special edition, our post-2020 Boxing Year Review Show. We are live streaming on Facebook Live, Twitch, our Positional Sports Talk Show YouTube channel, and we're also going to be coming to a podcast near you. So check out your favorite podcasts and find Positional Sports Talk Show. We are a sports talk show made for the fans, from the perspective of fans, presented by lifelong sports fans. We will provide our opinions and positions on the hottest topics in sports. My name is Big Reg, and I'm joined this evening by my partner in crime, J3. What's going on, J3? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Chime in. Chime in. Tell your friend. Hey. We will also be joined in a little bit by uh, Professor Jay. Professor Jay will be dropping I'm in. I'm trying to turn it on so we can hear And then we got some special guests in the building. We got my man, Queensberry Tony, in the building. What's going yes, on, Tony? My pleasure, man. I've been uh, trying to get on for a while, but uh, I'm glad we're doing this year-end boxing review. I'm really excited to be on. And shortly, we will be joined by the seven-foot poet who's going to be popping in in a minute. So this evening, we will discuss the state of boxing, the top fights of 2020, our top divisions in the boxing game, our top fighters, and the matchups we want to see in 2021. So, fellas, let's talk about the state of boxing. Right now, in 2020, boxing had to do some changing around. What's going on, Sam Poet? Glad, glad you could join us. How you feeling this evening? I feel great. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here for this special uh, poker rant roundtable. I'm glad to see Queensberry Tony's here. He owes me some money from the last poker game. Is this a poker show? Are we having poker tonight? No. All this stuff? I'm on the wrong show? Is this a Now, you're in the Seven right place. Foot. You're in the right place. Glad to have you, brother. Glad to wrong have sport, you. Wrong sport. Good to see you, Queen Bernie Tony, Big Red. I don't think I met this brother over here, uh, Santa Claus, little nephew. <laughs> What's up, homie? <laughs> What's up, up J Three? Good to see you, man. Always a pleasure, bro. <laughs> so the sport of boxing looked like 2020 was going to be a big year for boxing. Seemed like we had some big fights. You remember uh, Big Sam? Come mm-hmm. around. And then all of a sudden, boom. His son looks just like him, too. Oh, my goodness. Hey, J3, we can hear you, probably. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Thought I put that joint on pause. (laughs) So, in 2020, you had some major networks decide to do some real strong things. Back in 2019, really started this episode. The big gorilla in the boxing game was HBO Sports. In 2019, HBO Sports announced that that was going to be their final year and they were getting out the sporting game, the boxing game. So ESPN jumped in and ESPN decided that they want to be a major player in boxing, but they weren't just going to deal with any promoter. They wanted an exclusive rights deal, kind of like the UFC deal that they did. 
So ESPN hooked up with Top Rank Boxing and and Bob Arum, and they did an exclusive deal with Top Rank to do all of Top Rank's fights. That led Premier Boxing Champions, uh, run by Al Heyman, to even more fortify his alignment with Showtime Sports and Fox Sports. So now you got ESPN, top rank. You got PBC over here, only on Showtime and Fox. And then you had the new player, Dancing or the Zone, however you want to call it, which came in and they wanted to get into the streaming platform. They were looking at the future. So Dancing came in and then they aligned with Golden Boy, Oscar De La Hoya, and Matchroom Boxing, Eddie Hearn. So with all this saying, we got a lot of fights in 2020, even during the pandemic, but we didn't get the fights that we necessarily wanted. Do you think that this realignment of promoters exclusively with the network is good for the sport or bad for the sport? Anybody jump in? Jump in. Um, it's bringing us it's a, a, a lot of fights um, that may not have happened otherwise happened during the pandemic. I think boxing was the only consistent sport to uh, have live content all through this pandemic. Um, and they were everybody was affected, but um, um, they were able to uh, uh, still put on uh, 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 some fights. Now, does that mean we are going to get it? So that's the good thing because they because each one of them want to make money, and in order to make money, they have to they have to have content. So we're going to see some kind of action. That's the good news. The bad news is, is that we're not going to see a lot of the action that we want to see because some of the top people are aligned up in opposing camps. And as those top people decide, well, maybe my, I might want to switch camps and, and, and things like that, when, when that happens is the only time we're going to ever see some of these fights happen that we really want to see. So what you're saying is it's all about the money and who paying their check is which which uh which uh platform they're gonna be on. That's what you're saying. So right, if you if you have one guy at ESPN um and then another guy with PBC and, and Fox and Showtime, uh it's very rare that they'll do a co-promotion. So you might not see that fight on unless something really has that that really has to like happen right where one fighter jumps ship. And that's that's the only way you're going to see that particular fight. But does that mean that there's going to be no boxing? No, December was incredible for boxing. I mean, I I, I, we, I agree. Me and my dad had to uh, like we couldn't watch everything live. We had to choose. <laughs> it was it was we had to we had to we had to flip a coin. Mm. You know, like three weeks ago. So so it took us all week to catch up. So I mean, it, a lot of content, not necessarily all the stuff we want to see, but still some amazing stuff happened this year. I agree. You got anything to add, Seven for Pope? Nah, well, I think uh, I agree with everything was said. You know, it's the position on sports talk show, but it's really position on business. And boxing is a business, the particular sport that we're looking at right now is boxing. And when you're in business, it's good to have other powerful entities that have a vested interest in the success of your business. So having a network vested in the success of boxing is going to be good for boxing. 
Yeah, I think during the pandemic, I, I think you're right, Tony, with the fact that without these alignments, I don't think we would have gotten the content that we got in the pandemic. Because let's be real, this, this is the second time I've mentioned this organization. I promise this will be the last. Dana White and the UFC was the first sports entity to show a blueprint on how to move forward during the pandemic. When he decided, I'm going to put up the money, I'm going to get the testing, and I'm going to create a bubble so I can put on content. UFC's with ESPN. So guess what? Top Rank was the first boxing entity to come back during the pandemic because they used that blueprint, created a bubble in Las Vegas. Uh, I believe um, they were at the... Um, uh the big uh, casino in vegas and they basically had five floors totally sold out specifically for them they bought boxes boxes in and out did all the tests and quarantine and did what they needed to do to put on content so that's a good thing but one thing they did prove to us they can work together if they really want to mm. because we got the wilder fury two fight and fury is the uh co-promoted by top rank while there's a pbc guy so when they really want to work together they if can the money's right they, they can figure it out the question is will there ever be money right while we're going through this pandemic so yeah i think it's a bigger question than the, than just what networks are people are on and what camp people are in as to as to, as to the only reason why why certain fights we're not going to be able to see, I think it has to do a lot to do with the boxes and the fighters themselves. <laughs> well, well, since you brought it up, let, let's talk about what's going on currently in the welterweight world, and we're jumping a little ahead, but I think we can handle this. You got the yesterday. The welterweight champion, I'm sorry, over the weekend, Earl Spence did an interview and basically said that, you know, if Terrence Crawford won the fight, I'm the man. So he's going to have to take 60, 70, 30, 60, 40, wherever I decide to get him. Of course, Crawford immediately replied, See, y'all been saying for two years that I've been ducking this guy, and this is the guy that don't want to make the fight. Both of them on the panel. It's, it's, it's you remember back in the day when, when like, when, uh, when, when Mike Tyson was beating everybody, and like, damn, they're killing them in, in like in seconds, and then, and then people would be like, oh, if you pay me five, ten million dollars, I'll fight Mike Tyson. That's what he did. He said a number that was so outrageous that nobody would possibly pay so that he don't have to fight him. Huh. Yeah, well, that's what Anthony Joshua <laughs> did for two years with Wilder. Oh, they all do it. Eventually. <laughs> Teofimo just did. Oh, I ain't gonna get into it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, huh. but, but that's what he that's what that's what that's what Spence just did. He said a number so outrageous. Oh, if you pay me $100 million, I'll fight Mike Tyson. First of all, nobody want to see you fight Mike Tyson. They don't even know who you are. <laughs> nobody will give you nothing to get knocked out by this man. Right. 
and you don't want to do it anyway because you said a number that was so outrageous that right. he wouldn't even want to want to even think about it. So, so again, that's what that's what Spence. He should have kept his mouth shut. A lot of these guys' worst enemy is a microphone and a camera. They should just <laughs> shut up and let their promoters do the talking. That's what that's the real problem. They need people to help them know like talking points. You know what I mean? But that, that he just made himself look weak. First of all, he was at seventy percent in his last fight. He was gassed by the eight round. Ain't nobody. He, he can't handle Crawford right now. He ain't back from his uh, fifty-seven flips from his Ferrari. Right. He ain't back. I agree, I agree with he that. More fights. He needs to maybe. Uh, he should be working with Pacquiao, like something like that. That's that'd be a good fight for him to to cement his legacy and, and put Crawford way down the road because he ain't ready for that. I hear you. Well, all I can say, and we'll talk, touch again on fights we think they should make in 2021. If if a grown man calls me everything but the son of God, I know it's on social media, but Terrence Crawford in 2020 and 2019 went in on Earl Spence. He eased up off him after he had the accident. But yeah. Because yeah. everybody was saying Crawford was scared and Crawford didn't want to fight. Now we know the truth. And mm. if anybody knows anything about Bud, he, he may be from Omaha, but he ain't that dude. <laughs> Omaha is rough. I was when I was a kid, Omaha was in juice. I don't think like remember that movie Juice? They went wow. to Omaha to flip them birds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They, they gully in Omaha. I hear you. So let's talk about some of the top fights of 2020. <laughs> we just first, talked about Earl Spence. Go ahead. You got to start with the first one, the earliest fight of 2020, the, the biggest fight of 2020. Okay. We can start with that. Probably the big, what was supposed to be the biggest pay-per-view of the year in February, Fury Wilder 2. And quite honestly, your boy Wilder got beat up. He blamed it on his costume. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me get it. Then he blamed it on his corner for stopping the fight when he was get, he was getting hurt badly. Mm -mm. Mm. And then, because I know you're gonna go there, Tony. He's going with the conspiracy theory that. Your boy Fury used loaded gloves. So we all saw the fight. Come on now. Okay. Go ahead. You got, you, got, you got evidence right there that um that uh Fury was using loaded gloves. Because the evidence is unmistakable. After the fight, Wilder blamed on his costume because he was knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's let's talk about the costume. First of all, I would love for you, as a journalist, that's what we are, right? To show me where Wilder said that. Show me the evidence that he said that. He said it in an interview after the fight that the costume was supposedly fifty pounds, and that by the time he walked into the ring, he was exhausted already. 
Don't nobody believe that. He, I don't, I don't, I've never heard him say it. It, it, it was an interview, maybe, well, maybe, maybe two, maybe two and a half weeks out, two and a half weeks after the fight, his first interview. Maybe somebody in the comments put in the links in the link of, of, of him actually saying that, or, or, or a quote from a, a reporter. I I never heard him actually say those words that it was a the costume. I've heard a lot of people talk, saying that, but I never heard him say it. I hate, I hate. So well, do you think, quote, go ahead. Quote, if you quickly Google it, it says he didn't hurt me at all. But the simple fact is, my uniform was way too heavy for me. I didn't have no legs from the beginning of the fight. In the third round, my legs were just shot all the way through. I there was evidence. They have I have other evidence that I've seen photographs, photographs of this 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 fighter having his glove not all the way in. His hand is not was not all the way in the glove. So he was basically hitting Wilder with his bare hand, his bare knuckles. I can, I, there's, there is actual evidence of this, F photographs, and I'll and I'll put the link in after. I see I see uh, uh, J 3s face twisted up. Yeah, but isn't that what the referee's supposed to check before the fight even starts? I, I can show you so many fights where like the Kodo. Uh, uh, there's so many fights where 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 the referee and the commission commission never catch anything. It's wow. all about your corner. Right, it's supposed to catch, which is why that dude got fired. His his his, his trainer, he got fired this year. He didn't catch the two times Fury uh, was was cheating with his gloves. Mm. And and after the fight, a third party, a third party, his doctor, showed evidence where uh, it could have been an egg weight. It could have been something. There, there was a foreign object in one of the gloves. And, and it put a dent on the side of uh, Wilder's head. There was a dent in his head. Now, I don't know any glove that can put a dent in the shape of an egg weight in the side of your head. So so, so you, you you all in on it. It, it, it was the, so, the fix was in. He, 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 he did. Uh, well, I'm telling you that this man is, the, is one, one of the dirtiest fighters. That in, in history, the man has been caught by he, he 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 gave up his his United Kingdom boxing license because UCAD called him um, using drugs. He can't even fight in the UK anymore, which is why they want to fight Anthony Joshua in in uh, in uh, um, United Arab Emirates. Mm. They, he can't fight in 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 UK anymore. UCAD uh, um, lying, um, saying that some farmer. Um, um, doped, uh, gave him some tainted boar meat when he was doping. He, I mean, well, that's the same thing Canelo said before right. he fought Triple G. Oh, I got some tainted meat. So we, we, we all know they cheat. If your corner misses, no, 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 no. it. You, if you your corner misses it, that's not that's not true. They don't all cheat. That's I'm sorry, bad bad choice of words. Cheating in boxing has been going on for as long as boxing's been going on. And it's your corner's job to make sure that they watch his hands getting wrapped and watch him putting gloves on and inspect the gloves. And if he still got something in those gloves, then shame on him. 
Mm-hmm. But he did not fire Mark Breland solely for that. He fired Mark Breland because Mark Breland tried to save him because he saw he's getting hurt and he stopped the fight and he said he should have never stopped the fight. Okay. That, that, and that too. It, That's it, what it, the corner's there for. It was that and he missed the glove wrapping. If you watch the, the fight again, when they were wrapping Tyson Fury's hands, did you see the, that his, his team go and turn the camera off so that we couldn't see how they were wrapping his hands? Mm. No, I missed that part. I missed that part. In the, in the, in the walk-ups, before the fight started, they were wrapping Tyson Fury's hands during the undercard. The, his, his team turned off the camera. Tony, for the record, I think you're right. I think I think he cheated. I think his glove was loaded. Uh, and I think Breland did the right thing in stopping the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I'm not I'm not disputing that part. I'm just saying these other things. And 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 this third now his and also let's just talk about too the fact that he's in mediation now because Tyson Fury does not want to fight Wilder a third time. He wants to he, he wants to get out of his contract to fight Wilder a third time. They're in mediation right now. And I'm going to tell you the result of what's going to happen. Tyson Fury is going to give up his WBC belt so that he can fight Anthony Joshua in 2021. That's what's going to happen. And why are they going to do that? Right. Because that's the biggest because money Tyson fight that Fury. they can make. That's the biggest money fight he can make. Why they're going to him Wilder three? We, 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 see, we want to see a unified heavyweight champion. That's what we want to see. We want to see a real unified, a real unified, not that fake unified we were talking about in pregame. We want to see a real unified heavyweight champion, and, and and we can't get that because the Tyson Fury doesn't want to fight Wild for a third for for a rubber match for a third fight. It's no money, no real. Oh, that's not true. Everyone it's not big time. That. Come on now, Fury beat Wilder both fights. Oh my God! But we're not gonna go back. If it, if it, if it wasn't the for the two knockdowns, the first fight was a draw, and he did not beat him that fight. He knocked him down twice. And if you and if you count that second knockdown, it was more than ten seconds. Just like what happened to Tyson uh, uh, against Buster Douglas, he was down for more than ten seconds. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So if you really I disagree. I, I had that. I had that fight. Nine rounds to three. I like Matt Kelly. I don't like him as a commentator, but he does say one thing that's important. Who would you rather be in the first fight? Tyson Fury, who got knocked out, knocked down twice, looked like he died the second time he got knocked down. Or would you rather be Wilder that fight? That's who won the fight. Who would you rather be? Would you rather be Wilder or Tyson Fury that fight? But it doesn't work that way. Each round is scored. And mm-hmm. if you score each round, okay, Fury well, beat both fights. So it was for the draw. I hear you. I hear you. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> what I personally feel is the fight of the year, and a lot of people think the same way, but you had to be a real, real diehard boxing fan to catch this fight. It was a junior welterweight fight against Jose Cepeda and even Branchich. It happened in October, October 4th. It was a five-round slugfest where there were a total of eight knockdowns in five rounds. Each fighter got knocked down four times. 
starts back and forth, and Cepeda finally survived, and he caught him with a vicious left hook in the fifth round and put him to sleep. Yeah, I just saw the highlights uh, before before the before the uh, the, the, the 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 our our time tonight and amazing amazing back and forth action. I, I would have to agree with you that you had to be a real boxing fan to even know that that fight existed. But <laughs> you, I mean, to me, that's not boxing. That's just two two people slugging it out. Not <laughs> I was watching. It's just two people slugging it out, falling and getting back up. And that was you want. It was a lot of action. It was great to watch, but it's—I mean—that's not boxing. Boxing is the art of hitting and not getting hit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they missed that memo. <laughs> hey, a whole lot of people pay big money to see the knockout. And they're called casual fans. Okay. So since we talk about the sweet science and what you like and what you enjoy. The best boxing exhibition in 2020 was put on by Teofimo Lopez, where he put on a boxing clinic to Vasily Lomachenko, who was supposedly the best bo pure boxer, quote unquote, of all time by some people, but definitely one of the top 10 of all time, two-time champion, Olympic champion. He had already won title at 126, won two titles at 130, and now was the title of 135, fighting this young 23-year-old guy from, from New York who was supposedly a knockout artist, and Teofimo beat the brakes off of Lomo. <laughs> I see now your head, Professor. <laughs> he sure did. I had to jump in real quick on that one. I mean, he put on a clinic. In that joint, I thought we were going to see it the other way around, but the way he was sticking and moving and just busting him straight up upside his head, I think Loma just didn't know what to expect after that because he was. I mean, I think he got in his head that he was going <coughs> to dominate this fight, and I think it goes back to what Tyson said. Everybody got a plan until you got punched in the mouth. Man, he dominated him, and I gave him every single round of that fight. It was just total dominance. It, it was a show. Um, uh, as we're still on the teal fight, um, uh, there was a lot of ring rust on Loma. Oh, oh. Making excuses? we making excuses. Are you serious? Are you making the first, excuses? The first six rounds, he didn't throw a punch. Whose fault is that? Scared. Whose fault is that? He was scared. He was getting. Oh, he said ring rust. Come on, Queensberry Tony. He had been over four hundred days. Wait, man, partner, hold on. You, you you trying to tell me that you step in the ring and you want the other fighter to have sympathy because you didn't prepare for the fight? Wait, what? what is, are we? I'm, I'm speaking English. I didn't say anything about sympathy. I'm, just, I'm stating facts. I'm stating facts. I'm saying to you, the man had a lot of ring rust. He's already an older man. He's like, <laughs> old man with Ray Ross. He's an old man. He's right old man. Right wow. 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 This is like wow. Rocky Marciano. It was a true professional step in that ring. Right. Okay. All right. So oh, one was supposed to have the biggest of all time, the quickest hands. Fighting this young up and comer who just a year ago said, Who is this take? 
Teo. I don't know who this Teo is. He's not on my level. You know who he is now. <laughs> I bet you I would love to see a 15 round fight version of that fight. I would have loved to see the 15 round version. You wow. see was, because see because he was Loma was coming back. Lomachenko was not on Lopez's level. So when he said when Lomachenko said Lopez is not on his level, he was speaking the truth. <laughs> and did you watch the 12th round? Yeah. When his father told him, all you got to do is go out there and stay away from him. We got this in the bag. Tayo tried to knock his head off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, come on. I've seen a lot of fights when they, when people are really dominating. When they get to the end last few rounds, just like the Canelo, the Canelo fight, last Canelo fight, they start to run away. They start to not want to fight. Loma wasn't – that wasn't Loma. Loma was starting yeah. – up, getting up in the fight. I would have loved to see that fight draw. I would love to see it again. I'd love to see him try to do it again because he certainly won't fight the real fighters at, at lightweight. So let him fight Loma again. Okay, wow. we're we, we gonna get to wow. that. In a second. We he get he wants to jump up to fight Josh Taylor. Who do you know wow. who Josh Taylor is? J3? Wow, he wants to fight next. He wow, won't fight he won't fight the best fighters in, the, in, in that. Uh, he won't fight uh, a tank. But he'll There's fight. A, he'll go up to fight Josh Taylor. You, do you know who Josh Taylor is, Professor? Hey, let me tell you this, Queensberry Tony. Uh-oh. It takes it takes a long, long time in boxing. It's a dirty, treacherous road to get to the, the big shot of the championship. And if you win it and get it, I ain't mad at you for taking some cream puffs to box. I'm gonna hang on to that thing. That's a small business decision. I think I think the, the, everybody wants to see the best fight the best, and and nobody really wants to see because you don't know who Josh Taylor is. Nobody wants to see. Uh, well, Josh Taylor is a bad boy at one forty. Let's let uh, let's not let's not let's not. Yeah, tell only you. only you and I know who he is. I, 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 That's I, not true. You know who he is, uh, Professor J. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> <Hey>, Scott. Looking south phone. Yeah. Now, the other big fight, and it wasn't for the fight itself. It was for the comeback. We talked about Earl Spence earlier. The Earl Spence comeback in December. After almost killing himself in a one-car accident, flipping over his Ferrari multiple times, after 14 months out of the ring, Spence came back. And I got to give Spence credit. That's the person who should have took a real light fight. After having multiple facial injuries being out the ring he should have took a soft fight but he honored his uh word prior to the accident at his previous fight he said my next fight will be danny garcia garcia came into the ring they did all the pump so he gave garcia the match and garcia is a former welterweight champion no easy touch and earl spence after about three rounds you can see and he was a little rusty. He put that work in on Danny yeah. Garcia. And by the end of the fight, Garcia was just trying to survive. So that, that was good stuff for Earl Spence. Glad to see him back. But yeah. he got to step up and fight Crawford because all, anybody else is just a joke. 
Now, what you just uh, explained, Big Ridge, is what I would consider a legitimate argument for rain rust. <laughs> and he got himself together. Because if you remember, we, well, I think I was one of just a couple of us that was real nervous about him getting back in the rain yeah. for the big fight, you know, right after the car accident. So I didn't think he was going to win. But like you say, when he got that rust off in the first few rounds, he really looked like more of his former self, and he did his thing. I, I agree. I'm not. I'm not going to do anything. But let's let's just be clear. I mean, let, let's let's just there's levels, right? So Danny Garcia is is a former champ, um, uh, and and no soft touch. He's a he's an A fighter, but he's not. You know, he, he's not. He's not the the, the top the, the top 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 guy. But it was kudos to Errol Spence for taking that fight. After being in the car that flipped over 117 times, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 after four over 400 days off uh, out of out of the ring to take that, to take that fight was 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 a real tremendous move, and, and and he beat him worse than anybody else has ever beat him. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He didn't he knock him out. We would have loved to see a knockout, but he did beat him. Um, he put he put his hands on. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's definitely. A-level fighters know how to survive a fight. They know how to when once they know they can't win, they know how to survive a fight so they don't look that bad. So that was a good one. And last, my, my other top thing, and it's kind of a combination of fights. PBC, I think they did a good job of introducing um some stars for the true die hard fight fans who knew about them, but bringing these people out in front of the audience. You had Javante Tank Davis and the Charlo brothers, who both had major pay-per-views this past year. And what Tank Davis did to Leo Santa Cruz with that uppercut in the sixth round, that should be illegal in like all 50 states, because that was ridiculous. That was and a tremendous the, fight by Tank. Yeah. And then the Charlo brothers trying something different, a split pay-per-view, because there was uh, basketball on. So they had one fight, like, afternoon. They had, like, a three-hour break. Then the other brother fought on a three-car fight later this evening. Very interesting. 2020 made people do things they probably wouldn't have thought of before. But if you haven't seen the Charlo Brothers fight, hey, go to YouTube, check them out. As they say, lines only. They don't play. And unfortunately, nobody wants to fight them boys. And it's killing the upper weights of boxing. It's, it's killing the middleweight division. It's killing the uh, junior middleweight division, uh, super welterweight division, um, uh, where, you know, some of these guys, um, and, and I'm going to have to say it. I'm going to put it on this station. There is a philosophy that's been going back ever since Jack Johnson it's called NBF, and 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 a lot of these Caucasian fighters uh, have that philosophy. No black fighters. They don't want to fight the Charlo brothers. They're too talented. They're too. They 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 they're gonna make you look bad. You know they don't want to fight Demetrius Andrade in in those divisions. They're gonna make you look bad, and they, and they'll come up with every excuse in the book so they don't have to fight. Them. So that that's too bad for them, and 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 Demetrius uh, um, uh, Jamel Charlo. Was just on. I uh, did a YouTube. He's like, he's never been offered a contract. 
for to fight Canelo. Never. Not only has he never been offered the contract to fight Canelo, neither has he been offered the contract to fight Triple G. So that brings us into that next segment. Which of the boxing divisions do you think are the best divisions currently in boxing? Get Put some out there. You got the heavyweights, where they say this the three-headed monster, Fury, Joshua, Wilder. You got we just talked about super middleweight. You got Canelo Alvarez, David Benavidez, which a lot of people don't know about, who's a bad boy. If he can get his personal life together and stop getting stripped of titles, he might be one of the best fighters out there. You got Caleb Sweetham Plant. If you haven't watched Caleb Plant and he fights in January. At 168 pounds, the man has hands like a welterweight. Master boxer. Billy Joe Saunders. You got middleweights. Canelo again. He's got the 168, and he's still got a belt at 160. Triple G. Char- Jamal Charlo, the, old, the older brother by 15 minutes. You also got Andre, which you just talked about. We all know about the welterweight, Crawford, Spence. You even still got the old man out there with the belt, Mr. Manny Pacquiao. The junior welterweight, you, you, you disrespected my man Josh Taylor, but Josh Taylor is a, a show enough boxer, and him and Jose Ramirez are getting ready to put, put it together. And you still can't forget about the Louisiana boy, Regis Progress, and then Jose Zapata, who just came out of the fight of the year. So you got some big-time fighters there. Progress fought earlier this year too. Yeah, he did. He did a good job in that fight. Riz, check your phone real quick. And then you have lightweight. You got lightweight. We've got Tiafimo Lopez, Vasily Lomachenko, Tank Davis, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, Junior lightweight, Barchol Diaz. Herring, Shakur Stevenson, and the local boy, my man Gary Russell Jr., Josh Warrington, Navarrete, a featherweight. What weight class do y'all think is the best in boxing now, or weight classes? I think most people are still enamored with the heavyweights, um, especially casual fans. Uh, want to see what happens in, in the heavyweight division. I, I, I really do. If you want to talk about who, what, 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 we got to look at the money. Where, where, where's, where do you think most of the money is going to go? The, uh, in terms of, if, if a big fight could be made at, at heavyweight between the three-headed monster, um, I think, I think that's the biggest draw in boxing. Um, um, actually, the biggest draw in boxing is was Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, <laughs> we talking about real boxing. We talking about fake. I mean, I mean, real talk, right? They broke all records. They broke. I, I, I personally didn't watch it because I, I just did. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, but, but you're right. I mean, it, it, yeah. Let's talk about real boxing. Um, but yeah, I think it, 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 in terms of real boxing, I, I really think heavyweights has got to be. Uh, and then, of course, welterweights. Uh, I was going to say the welterweights. With yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the the fighters that you got right now, I think that they're like the most known uh, in uh, known fighters. If you ask anybody who um, who's fighting and who's worth watching, Welterweight's got it going on right now. Yeah, there's there's a lot of great Welterweights. Uh, we got yeah, as you didn't even mention this. There's a couple couple other people in there uh, that makes it that make it a really some exciting fights. 
um, can happen in, in the welterweight division in 2021. Um, and then you you want to say lightweight, but honestly, it's like a a a, a lightweight junior lightweight kind of mishmash would, would be a close would be a third. Mm-hmm. You gotta if you don't bring Tank Davis in in that in, in lightweight, then you might as well just say you might as well just say uh, junior, junior lightweight because Tank Davis is the is the star in that in in the, in that lower weight class the, the lower weight class uh uh oh Mateo oh yeah uh, he's the A side he's the A side in the tail fight definitely I, I disagree with you on that one but okay let's look disagree. at the money he made more in one fight than Tail made in his whole career look at the next fight Tom Korea you know how much he made on that last fight with Loma 1.5 look on look at the next fight Tony the next fight. The next, fight. Low, the next fight is when he gets paid. He took yeah. a low pay to fight. Nobody gonna want us. That's what I'm just trying to explain to you. He's not gonna make any money against Josh Taylor because only me, Professor J, and Reg heard him. He's not gonna make any money in that fight. If he I'm wants to make money, he can fight. fight. I'm talking about the next big fight. He's gonna get the lion's share of a split. Whoever that is. He now, had. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry, Sam Football. He had to take the low money because he wanted that fight because he said he knew he could beat him and he was willing to take anything to make that fight happen. I understand. But I guarantee you, but he's got three of the four belts. And Tank Davis has made more money in one fight than Teofimo Lopez has made in his whole career. So far. All of them is so far. Twice That's as much. That's because that? that's because <laughs> Tank Davis' representation is smarter than most boxing. Come on, you're talking about Money Mayweather. That's right. So, 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 if you want to say who the A side is, I, I, my argument is who made the most money? Who's made the most money today? Who's making the most money? Those three belts and that victory over Lomachenko. Make two belts, two and a half belts. If you, I'll okay. give you. Two We're not gonna half. argue over that. We're not gonna argue over that. <laughs> That French fries belt is not a belt. <laughs> but Tank Tank got a problem at one thirty. What's that? Because possibly the best fighter in boxing, not named Crawford. Stevenson. It's Shakur Stevenson. But he's not fighting at one thirty. He yes he is. His last two fights have been at one thirty. He gave up his 126 pounds. He looked incredible against that guy, that <laughs> kid. I mean, I, I was afraid for that guy. I mean, they were talking about. I was like, he, they were talking about his family. The guy had kids. I was like, this. He need to go home to his family. He, huh. he. I mean, you, you guys look up. Uh, and I, I couldn't find the fight. It was on ESPN Plus. Yeah. I couldn't find the fight unless you subscribe to ESPN Plus. You have, the only way to get it is to watch it on on YouTube. So I watched it on YouTube. Me and my dad watched it. And we were like, we were really impressed with Shakur Stevenson. That I mean, really a thinking man's. I mean, the guy thinks through. I mean, he just really just tore this guy apart. I mean, he, the guy could do nothing. Who was he fighting? Huh? Who was he fighting? Who did he fight? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, I have to look it up. He he fought a top ten contender. He, he fought a contender, Felix yeah. Caballero. Felix Caballero. There you go. There you go. 
he was a top ten ranked fighter, but he made him look like he's fought Johnny Taylor. But after the fight, it looked like he shouldn't have been in the ring with him. It, it, mm. it, was, it was ridiculous. So that's who's coming after everybody at 130. My favorite weight class right now, because I don't think we're ever going to get the Crawford Spence fight. Mm. I think 168. And the fights that can be made in 168 are tremendous. And the fights between 130 and 135, because most of those guys, I mean, quite honestly, Lomachenko should drop down to 130, and that's where he should fight. He's not a 135-pounder based on his frame and his size. You can make some monster fights between 130 and 135. I, I, I put them there. I put at number three, but really they're, they're close to the welterweight to me. Um, I, I, I really want to see some stuff happen in the between some of those, Shakur Stevenson and Tank Davis are friends. I don't really think that that's going to happen anytime soon. I think as Shakur moves up, Tank is going to move up too. Um, and uh, we'll see Tank at 135 uh, sooner than later. He's already had weight problems in the past. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> so, so, right. I mean, he doesn't, he's, he's not a, a disciplined uh, gym rat like, like his mentor. Um, uh, to stay in shape all the time, so um, so yeah, I really feel feel like as, as Stevenson stays at one thirty and, and moves up through that, that those rankings, uh, Tank will move on. Um, um, I don't know where Devin Haney comes into that mix. I would love to see something happen there, but I, I you know, like you said, he's self promoted, and we don't know what his future holds. Yeah, Devin Haney is going to find himself in a Terrence Crawford situation. Where mm. he's gonna be on the outside looking in on these promotions. Mm. But because you said but you said it was because of his promotion. Devin Haney's been with top rank this whole time and it hasn't really helped him as much as it should have. He's making more money than what a fighter at his stage of his career would have ever thought to make. He's making millions of dollars being a self-promoter. So from a financial situation, it's working. But now that it's time for him to make his name to be one of those top fighters, possibly pound for pound, because Devin Haney is a beast. But is he going to be able to fight Lopez, a top-ranked fighter? Lomachenko, a top-ranked fighter? Tank Davis, a PBC fighter? Dude, even Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia and, and, and Tank Davis is probably going to happen. In 2021. Yeah, I, I don't believe Twitter beef because if Twitter beef worked, then we'd have had Crawford Spence a year mm -hmm. ago. So we'll, we'll see what that happens. So let me get you guys who you think is the top three pound for pound fighters currently? Crawford, number one. You gotta say Earl Spence. Hey, number one. Try to be. You said Earl Spence, seven foot. You got to say Earl Spence. The man crashed the Ferrari and came back and beat Garcia. Come <laughs> on, man. How good what you got to do to prove you're good? So you think he's number one? You think he's better than Crawford? Yeah, I think they, they won in 1A. And I'm going to tell you what, if that fight does happen, Bud Crawford 
is going to lose, and the reason he's going to lose is because Bud Crawford is the most skillful, but in the ring, his pride is going to get the best of him. He's going to try to punch with Errol Spence, and you do hmm. not want to punch with Errol Spence. Really? Right wow. Really? Wow. Wow. You heard it here first. Well, position on sports talk show. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I don't know about that one. I, I don't know about that one. Who, I mean, who, who you got as your number one, J3? Or number one, two, three? Well, I, I would definitely have to say that uh, Bud Crawford would be number one because uh, Earl Spence is okay. Don't get me wrong. And, and yeah, he did beat Garcia in the last fight. But I don't think he, he, can, he can jab or he can take a punch that Crawford is going to throw his way. I really don't think so. I mean, unless he's in the gym – on, on a regular basis and, and trying to get back to form. But again, even in the last fight, I mean, he commanded that whole fight. So it wasn't like he was that that rusty, even though he had been out for a while. So it's 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 still um the the jury is out. As far as my number two, um I think uh the Cholo brothers are, are, are good uh candidates for, for for the next slot. And then lastly I definitely gotta give uh Tank Davis some love because I think he, he is a good boxer. However he needs to stay in the ring, and and the antics that he does outside the ring need to stay out there. True story, Professor Jay. You you want to chime in on this? Well, we know it's not Tyson Fury, <laughs> so let's just get that out there. So, of course, I agree with Crawford. I like Spence, and I'm gonna stretch it a little bit. I mean, it might be you could talk, but I'm gonna say Shakir. <laughs> Was my third. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. All right, come come on, Queensbury Tony. Okay, well, the top three fighters I mentioned. Number one is uh, Bud Crawford. Um, I really think he is the boogeyman of boxing. He is the number one. Not only is he number one, he's the boogeyman. Um, nobody really wants to to, to see him. Um, number two is Devin Haney. Devin the Dream Haney, and number wow. Uh, Number three is is uh, Shakur Stevenson. Wow! So you like the young fellas? I see you. I see you. I see you. It's interesting. Nobody mentioned Canelo. I would. I, I really wanted to do it. I really did, but I can't. In good conscience, put him. I, only because I, I see seven foot putting twist on his face there. But I look. <laughs> I, only because the man wins fights. And did you see what fights. he did? Yes. He could go. Yes, I mean, I, I knew he would beat him, but not like that. That I, I mean, and, and, and I mean, he beat a man with a seven inch, seven inch reach advantage, a champion, an undefeated fighter. You gotta give him his props. So no, he's in the top five fighters out there right now. He's in the top five. I only got two things with that. Tom. One is, of course, I can't get the image of what Mayweather did to Canelo. <laughs> I can't get that online. I just wow. can't get Mayweather. Uh, and, you know, now that's boxing, Reg. That's boxing. That's and, boxing. And the second thing is, if you put Canelo on the list, then you got to put Johnny Taylor above him. Talking <laughs> 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 about Josh. He just massive. He just massive. Well, my top three: Terrence Bud Crawford. I, I like your description. He's the boogeyman. He's the one everybody's trying to avoid. And he, they've been avoiding him for years. 
I, I gotta give Canelo his props. What he did to uh, a two-belt champion and the tactics he used. Do y'all know he actually detached the man's left bicep Wow. Uh-huh. On purpose? Uh-huh. Oh, really? You think uh-huh. he targeted he knew, his arm? He knew that one of his favorite moves was to catch and then throw the left hook. So what? he started oh, talking in the left hook in the second round and just kept hitting him in the bicep and actually <laughs> ruptured his bicep. Wow. Big Riggs, look at me for a second, Big Riggs. Yes, sir. Big Riggs, look at me. Look, yes, look at me. <laughs> It's possible. Cool, it's man. very possible. He said, "No, he said that in the post-fight interview." Brother, you said <laughs> was ducking the Charlo brother. You said that, Big Red. Oh, he's so ducking he the Charlos. I, I give you that. He's definitely he's ducking the Charlos because he don't want to fight them young lines. But what he did at one sixty-eight. The Charlos at one sixty. That's why he ain't fighting one sixty anymore. Mm. That's why I can't give him pound for pound because Canelo has been doing these things from one one fifty four to one sixty one sixty eight, and at one seventy five, he's been he's been winning in four right. different weight classes. So I I don't blame you, Big Red. I hear you. And last is one of the little wonders of the world. Inoye, they call him the little monster. Mm. He fights at 118, but if I've never seen a tiny guy that had knockout power like this dude has, and he from from round one on, he's just a ball of fury. And if if you're interested in seeing some little guys fight, he's one of the guys to look for. So it's getting late. It's almost time for us to get out of here. Let's talk real quick about. What fights we want to see in 2021, fights that you think can get made or just wishful fights that you want to get made? The, the fight I think can get made is, um, is, is Anthony Joshua and uh, Tyson Fury when he gives up the WBC strap. That can... Even though that it won't be for all of the belts, I still want to see Anthony Joshua knock this guy out. Um, uh, he looks so good against uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Usyk. Uh, he fought Usyk uh, uh, two weeks ago, and he looked he knocked Usyk out in the ninth round. Um, uh, Anthony Joshua did a great job against Usyk. I think he can do very similar things against uh, Tyson Fury. And and the year to come, that's the fight. That's the fight that can be made, and I would want to see that fight. Well, I'm gonna start with. I want to see. Well, I'm gonna go with where we started the top of the show at. I want to see Wilder and Fury three, because I want my man Wilder to get a clean shot, and I know loaded gloves is a fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. That's the fight I want to see. I agree with that one. Good job. <laughs> but I, I don't think it's I think he's running from him. I don't think he wants to fight him again. He knows his tricks now. J3. Man, the fight I want to see, y'all should already know. And, and I want America to be be witnessed. I want somebody to knock the hell out of this COVID. I'm tired of it. That's the fight I want to see. <laughs> I, I, I wish you did, brother. I think I think the whole world is with you did. But what about in boxing? 
Um, it, it would be nice to see Bud Crawford and, and Earl Spence fight. Is it going to happen? We'll never know. But it, it would be nice to see. So that's what I would like to see. Professor J. The fight that I want more than anything is uh, Terrence Crawford against Manny Pacquiao. That's the one I want to see most more than anything because I want somebody to just put this old man out of the sport for good and let him just stay in politics and run his country. That's the fight that I want to see. That's the one. Any other? Think, yeah, I want to see a rematch the third time, like a uh, seven foot of uh, Wilder and uh, Mr. Loaded, Group, so we can finally see in that trilogy who's a better boxer. Check the gloves, all that good stuff, and let them go at it. No costume and all of that. I, I think that you have a good shot of seeing Crawford Pacquiao because supposedly there are some uh, countries that are willing to pay a lot of money to have them come fight. So that may happen. There's a couple of fights that haven't been mentioned that I want to see. I want to see Jamal Charlo get a chance to fight Triple G at 160. That's the biggest name. And if Triple G won't do it, then Charlo and Andrade got to get together. You don't want to see a boy Canelo fight Charlo? He's not going to fight him. <laughs> he's not going he's gonna to stand at 168, and guess what? He's going to have a problem at 168. Because another fight I want to see, Caleb Plant, David Benavidez, and the winner of that fight, fight Canelo to unify all the 168 belts. That's possible. That may happen. And I think Tank Davis, if he's going to stay at 135, I would love to see Tank Davis and Devin Haney get it on. Mm. I think they can make that fight. And all I'm seriousness, two boys Lopez is going to have a good 2021. Lopez is going to have a good year in 2021. <laughs> as long as he can, uh, again, stay out of the camera and, and stop um, 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 putting his foot in his mouth. He, he said he he said he would get. He said he was going to give uh, Devin Haney a shot in three to five years. And then, <laughs> then, and then and then he said. Oh, I'll fight Devin Haney for $10 million. He ain't never seen $10 million. $10 million. He made $1.5 million on his last fight. $10 million. So so he did he did the same thing Spence did. The, the, you know, $10 million, saying outrageous numbers. So, so yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> is, is, is running. He feeling himself. He feeling himself. He think he's the big, big show. We'll see if that comes to fruition. All right, fellas. It's been a great 2020 wrap-up. I appreciate y'all chiming in. Let's give everybody one last final post uh, to say whatever's on their mind, whether it's on boxing or anything else. Uh, J3, why don't you kick us off? Real quick, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone and Happy New Year. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Seven Foot Poet, what's your final thoughts? We'll just tell everybody, go out there and you pick up that bottle of COVID Organics, man. <laughs> <laughs> COVID Organics. 
<laughs> oh, leave it to you. Leave it to you. Queensberry Tony, what you got for me? Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen in, in the future. I I I, uh, I try to uh, really analyze what's happening right now. But guys, just stay safe. Keep your loved ones safe. Uh, don't believe the hype. Just 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 protect yourselves and uh, protect your family. Uh, it's a 2021. And happy thank holidays. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Professor. Yeah, I can't say it any better than the fellas here. Um, just want everyone to stay safe. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and certainly kudos for this special that you that you cooked up, Big Red. I think this is something special that we got to keep going. And then we can also do the same for, should I say, UFC. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to put that together, too. i just like to say, and I'm going to keep it on boxing. I wish for 2021 that boxing continues the push to try to make some of the fights that people really want to see. They've been fighting against that three-letter word UFC for the past few years and been losing that battle. But I think 2020 showed them that they can actually put together quality matches, work together, and I think we're going to see some real good fights in 2021. And I also hope that COVID gets to a point where we can actually have 15, 20, or in the case of uh, the Fury fight, uh, maybe Fury Joshua, 90,000 fans in the seat to see a fight like that. I'm hoping that we get there in 2021. It's going to be tough, but uh, everybody, you know, just keep keep your thoughts up, stay safe, and do what you have to do. We'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening to this special edition of Positional Sports Talk Show, our post-2020 Boxing Year in Review. As Professor Jay said, this was a real joy to do, and I Guarantee you we'll be back to 2021. We might have to start doing a boxing segment maybe every three to six months and do a special UFC segment every three to six months so we can do our thing. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Please tune in tomorrow night. It's our last uh, post-fantasy show, 7 p.m. Check us out. We really appreciate it. We're coming to you three days this week. And then we'll be back next Tuesday for the Standard Positional Sports Talk Show every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Thank you very much. If you have any comments, please send us on our social media, Positions on Sports, YouTube, Facebook. You can hit us up. And for you podcast listeners, check out your local podcast, however you get your podcast. This will be up as all of, plus all of our future shows. We're now in the podcast game, Positions on Sports. We'll take the grades on blackagendareport.com. There's a great article on boxing, U.S. race, and class pathologies. Check it out on blackagenda.com. Boxing. It's a great uh, year. Peace. Check it out. Appreciate that. I'll have to definitely do that. All right, fellas, we're going to get out of here. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, all the listeners. Peace. See you.
Good job, fellas. Appreciate you.